Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossings, independent senior living, and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I am Hollis Hartman, director of sales at Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk in South Windsor. Every episode, we sit down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way so that we can share it with the Connecticut seniors and families that we serve as our listeners. I can't imagine anyone in their right mind who would want to do this, but is it possible to find the worst assisted living uh, assisted living facility in the area to place your parents? So let's just play with this for a moment. According to the federal government, it is, and there are. Of course, not in this area. No. Uh, in one facility, residents have been subjected to seclusion, manhandling, and verbal abuse from staff members. In another, a woman was confined to her room for days at a time, and on two separate occasions, because she gifted a Gideon Bible and two bucks to a facility custodian, she was tearful about becoming a grandmother, and they punished her. So I was stunned with the examples that I just read off that I found easily on the Internet, but planning for the worst can actually create the best. So I want to use that to flip this around. So that's why I asked our guest how to find the worst assisted living facility for my parents. If I understand and focus on the worst, chances are I'm going to find the best. Liz Cornish, owner of New Seasons in Life, a company that specializes in guiding seniors and their families through the maze of assisted living and memory care in Connecticut, is with us today. Liz, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Bill. So let's play with that for a minute. Absolutely. How to find the worst possible assisted living facility in the area for your parents. And you actually came up with steps on on how to achieve that goal. (laughs) And so let's play with that, go through them, and then hopefully, and then we can talk about the reverse. So hopefully we learn from this. So what's the first way of finding the worst ALF in your area? Well, definitely wait for a crisis. Don't do anything, don't do any planning, and wait till the bottom drops out and you have 48 hours to find somewhere for your dad to go. Wait a minute. That's not funny because that's what people do. It is what people do. (laughs) That's what most people do. Yes. And then you're stuck with what? You've got a matter of days or a certain amount of money to work with, and then you're really stuck, right? You are. You're stuck with whatever's left. Whoever might have an opening, you don't have a chance to go and tour and have a meal and talk to residents and staff and find out if you even like this place. Unbelievable. Okay. Number two, you say, spring it on him. If you're talking about dad, spring it on him. Don't talk to him beforehand. Tell us more. So if there isn't a crisis and you just, if you want to, get your dad real mad at you, just spring it on him. Hey, you know what? We don't think you're doing so well. We're moving you. <laughs> and don't talk to him. Just end up moving him to a, an assisted living community, and he has no buy-in or oh no, no discussion. That'll really make him mad. And, it, again, that the opposite of that is helping them adapt to the idea of it, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I 
what I ideally like to have people do is to before they're before they even need assisted living is to talk to their parents about it. Let them know that there are options out there that aren't what they most seniors still consider assisted living. They think of a skilled nursing home. And so to educate them, and this is not skilled nursing home. This is incredibly luxurious living and to introduce them to the idea beforehand. So I got to throw a, a, a wrench into this. What, what happens if dad doesn't want to go? And they, well, let's say that, that the house is too much. He's likely to fall and injure himself. It's too much to take care of, or there's no family here anymore. Everyone's moving away and he still doesn't want to go. That, what happens then? Well, that gets a little complicated. So if he's not making sound decisions and endangering himself, then somebody in the family, the, the adult child really has to take control and they may have to move him. But hopefully you can bring in a professional, um, a senior, um, senior consultant and sometimes coming from a outside professional or a doctor saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's really time for you to move to a community. There's incredible opportunities, incredible places to live. Um, rather than having it come from family, that works a lot better. Okay. All right. Good. Some options there. All right. Number three, don't involve your dad in the process. Don't ask him how he wants to live. Right. So choose for him. Um, don't, don't ask him how he wants to live, what he enjoys doing. Just assume you know and move him to a community that you like. Oh I could just imagine some awful scenarios with Absolutely. that, Absolutely, right? the guilt on that one. After Dad moves someplace, it will be all your fault, and he'll have a miserable day every day, and you'll hear and about you'll it. And you'll hear, right, right. If you have no family here, let's say that you're moving because you have to move, your, your spouse is taking a job across the country, and you have no other siblings, what are you looking at? What are some possibilities? If there's no family here and they don't want to go... What the, what next? Well, you can engage with a senior care consultant or a nurse advocate um, who will help to guide your loved one to an appropriate to make sure that they're being cared for appropriately, whether it's in their home or whether it is moving them to a community. Is there more success trying to incorporate a third party to come in and talk to them or not? There is. Ninety-nine percent of the time, it's more successful. Really? Mm-hmm. Who, who would that third party be? So it could be it could be the physician if the physician's intimately involved with the with the um, client. It could be a senior care consultant like myself. Um, we because you're they're, you're saying they would listen to them more than their kid. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're raising children, they become, they be, de- develop an allergy to their parent, right? So I remember my son, I asked him, I need your help. Can you, you know, I need you to rake the leaves. And he's like, oh my gosh, dad, I'm not doing it. That's dumb, right? But the neighbor could say, go rake the leaves. And he'd go, okay. Right. right. So right. Is, are you saying this is the reverse? This it is, is the reverse. It happens again. Yes, it happens again Another in generation. reverse. In reverse, <laughs> yes. All right, let's look at the next one. Um, take over, take control. You know what's best for him and he doesn't. Right. And again, this is, is kind of similar, but um, not asking him, not asking any questions, not engaging and in, in finding out how he wants to live, what he's looking for. Does he want a community that's 
large and glitzy and glamoury and, and has all the, the best and greatest things? Or does he want um, a community that's a little bit smaller and more intimate and family-like? Um, there's, there's so many different styles of community out there, and every community is a little different. So really finding out how the, the senior wants to live is just so vitally important to have them buy in and to have them be happy in their next season in life. It's got to be difficult to get them to see why staying in their home isn't a good idea. It's got to be difficult in many situations because they're, they probably have, still have the young person mindset. I can do it. I can still climb that ladder. I can still take care of that, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely. And one of the things that when I meet with clients, we go through is, is trying to make an agreement beforehand with your parents. So, um, even with, with my, with my parents, we sat down and said, okay, we want to keep you in your home because we know that's what you want to do. Um, but if X, Y, and Z starts happening, if you're not taking your medication or you're burning things on the stove or you're having falls all over the place, then at that point we need to take a look at maybe moving to a different, a higher level of care. Um, and so when that, when you've made that agreement, when everybody's kind of healthy and doing well, and then those things start to happen, you can say, Hey mom, Hey dad, you know, you've burnt dinner three times. We started a fire in the kitchen. Um, you know, I think it's time before somebody gets really hurt that we look at other options. There's a scene in the, the show, The Sopranos, where she burns the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that yes, show. There's a, there's an episode where she makes something on the stove and sets the house on fire. Right. You know, and I remember him yelling at her, go, Mom, you can't do this. You know, you can't just live like, and she goes, Oh, stop it. You know, right. Um, so the last one is don't seek any other help. Just do it all yourself. Right. And that is a big, um, a big misnomer. People can say, Oh, I can Google all of the communities online and I can find out about all the communities online. Um, the thing is, is you can't see everything in a tour and you can't know how everything works when just by going to visit a couple times. So seeking out a professional senior care consultant, um, helps because we know the, um, the ins and outs. We know the, the, the challenges and the, and the strengths of the communities. And some people can put up, can, can have a better, um, fit with one type of community and some can have a better fit with a different type of community. Um, but you really need to have your eyes open and to know what type of community you're moving to. So you're the owner of New Season in Life. You are also certified dementia care specialist. And a certified rehabilitative Tai Chi instructor. Yes. Oh, tell us about that. <laughs> so I, I took a Tai Chi class to, um, that was for rehab as, cause I'm a physical therapist as well and use it with a lot of my therapy clients. And so I enjoyed doing it and saw so much benefit that I, I became certified in it. Excellent. Yeah. So how can, can people get in touch with you if they want to enlist your services? So they can give me a call at 860-841-9504. Again, 860-841-9504. I think the best thing, too, one of the great things about your service, Liz, is you, you go to all the communities, you preview them, you know what they're all about, and your service 
is free. That's right. Yes. I don't charge my clients anything. Excellent. Yes. That's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, Hollis, how can people get in touch with you over at Harbor Chase? At Harbor Chase, they can call me easily on my cell phone, which is 860-543-1010. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming out, Liz. Thank uh, you, Bill. Th- I think these it. are two great topics that people can definitely uh, benefit from and uh, hope to have you on the show again. That was great. I would love it. Thank you. So you've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut. I'm Bill Corbett from Evergreen Crossings Retirement. And I'm Hollis Hartman from Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk. My co-host here. I hope you join us on the air every Saturday morning at 8.30. Um, or you can now listen to our podcast online at seniorliving-ct.com, where all of our past episodes are queued up. You can download them. You can share them and hear some solutions to interesting problems. And if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to feature on future shows or guests who'd make a, a, a great guest, email us at seniorlivingct at gmail.com. You can also call us at 860-327-8899. Tune in again to Senior Living Connecticut.